This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. What's up, everybody? I'm Najee Adams. And I'm Hunter Jacobs. And you're listening to the Hoop Bowl Nets Podcast. So... We are back in studio, live, sitting right next to each other today. And by in studio, I mean my nice little college dorm. Um, we're not recording over Skype today. Since me and Hunter happen to have class at the same time, we figured we might as well just record in person this time. Um, we did have to take a little hiatus because uh, Hunter caught the flu because his immune system is that of a baby. And uh, now we are back. He's feeling better. And uh, we're here to cover all of uh, the happenings in Nets land while we were gone, even though it's not very much. But uh, let me get to the intro. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Search up Brooklyn Nets. Search up Hootball Nets. We will come up. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that follow button. Whatever it says on your uh, selected site of choice, hit that button. Uh, Leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. All reviews are getting read on the podcast. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at HoopBallNets. And you can follow us individually. Um, I'm at Najee Adams underscore. And Hunter is at Hunter underscore JKR. Both of our Twitters are in the little description for the podcast. So you don't even have to type it in. You can just go click it and press follow. Um, I feel like we're pretty good followers on Twitter. Plus, we're trying to get our followers up. So uh, go follow us. Leave any questions or comments, concerns, uh, anything you, constructive criticism, anything y'all want, tweet it at us and uh, we'll answer it on the show. We love interacting with y'all on Twitter, so let's get more of that going. And uh, shout out to Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company for sponsoring this podcast and every other hoop ball podcast. You can find them at High Kona Coffee on Twitter, H-I-K-O-N-A Coffee. And then uh, most of their products can be found on Amazon. Leave a little review saying that uh, Hoop on Net sent you. So, boom. With that out of the way, we don't have a ton to talk about today. But we're going to get through it as best we can. Um, we're going to start off with the absolute abomination that is they got absolutely destroyed. Uh... They lost to France in the semifinals. So, the the when you think of Team USA and basketball, you think of dominance. You don't think of losing to France and Serbia, no matter who they have. But uh, this Team USA was slightly different. Um, 
we didn't really have any bona fide superstars on our roster this time because the FIBA World Cup is at the end of the summer, right before training camp. Like, Nets training camp starts in about 10 days, less than two weeks away from now. And so uh, most of the superstars didn't want to risk injury, risk overexerting themselves to plan it, so they backed out. But this is basically what happened. We lost to France in the semifinals. Uh, just for just in case no one you you didn't know, France had Rudy Gobert, uh, Evan Fournier, Frank Nidokina, and Nando Decolo. <laughs> absolutely destroyed Team USA. And um, honestly. Having Kemba and Donovan Mitchell as your stars should have been more than enough to still win. It's kind of a disappointment. They're not. I think Kemba's a disappointment. They, no, Mitchell was the set leader, according to Popovich. So it's yeah, on so Kemba ways. is an all-star superstar that should have been able to carry this team, but he was pretty trash. Well, in reality, they weren't the best players anyway because Jokic and Giannis were in the World Cup, but... I see your point. But yes, they lost to France. Uh, they got lit up by Evan Fournier. Uh, Rudy Gobert was sending Donovan Mitchell a shot. Frank Nidokina was locking up Kemba Walker. Things were not going well. Um, Joe Harris, the man of the hour. The reason we're, the reason we're talking about this. Uh, he didn't do too well, to be honest. He uh, played pretty bad. He had his lowest scoring game. He had five points. Uh... Two rebounds, two assists in 18 minutes. He hit his only three-point attempt and uh, one of his two two-pointers. Uh, yeah, he was basically one for three. And it wasn't really, it was not great at all. Um, after that, they lost to Serbia. So, the loss to France kicked them out of the, the, the main championship bracket to get gold medal, silver medal, bronze medal, whatever. Had they beat Serbia, they would have been in fifth place. They lost to Serbia. Uh, Joe Harris, who started and played 22 minutes, uh, I would honestly say this is his worst game, to be honest. He had four points, which is one less than the one from uh, the France game. He On one of six shooting, one of four from deep, but he did have four rebounds and an assist. It wasn't a great game for Joe Harris. He played horribly. And uh, the Serbia team had Bogdan Bogdanovic, who had 28 points. They had <laughs> Nikola Jokic, who had, he played 20 minutes and had 9 and 7. He had 9, 7, and 3 in 20 minutes. That man's a monster. Uh, and then they also had Nemanja Bialica, who had 8 points on 3 of 6 shooting. And the last known player would probably be Boban. Uh, he played... 17 minutes, had 8 points and uh, 3 rebounds, but he's ginormous, so he <laughs> is just a, a, a hassle for Team USA to even guard with Joe Harris playing the small ball 5. And yeah, they got they, they got destroyed. So that took them out of the 5th place standing. And then obviously they faced a lot of scrutiny at this point, because even though they won the 7th place game and wound up in 7th place... It really doesn't matter. What is seventh place for USA in basketball, really? And then Miles Turner took to Twitter to say that everyone questioning their motive is wrong and they worked their their hardest. They played their heart out for the country and he knows that everyone on that team gave it their all and they should not be criticized as heavily as they are 
being criticized because I mean, they're being harder on themselves than anyone is being hard on them. He said, "That's the name of the game." As you, as the United States of America, we expect greatness, especially in basketball. Especially it's, in basketball, it's different in in baseball where you know that the main countries are Puerto Rico and the Dominican Republic and US is usually football doesn't not even the have one a, to win. A, a Olympic sport so and then you have it's, it's soccer no the women's US, USA team yes, is women's elite. USA but men's world cup not really basketball is the sport where USA dominates so to see it start shifting internationally and have all the U.S. players dropping out of it. That's what I think it troubling. was. I think that the U.S. players got so comfortable and content. Just like, yeah, we could throw out uh, Tyler Higby. He, I'm pretty sure he's an NFL player. Yes. That's the point. We could throw out someone like him and be absolutely we, – we'd smoke any country's team. So a lot of players started pulling out, and uh, we obviously got destroyed. Do you believe that – if, um, let's say, Tobias Harris and De'Aaron Fox, like two of the last people, didn't withdraw. Who would they have? Who would they have? Who would they have taken the spot of? Um, who was the other people? Who was like the last? Uh, Joe Harris. <laughs> Joe Harris. And- I mean, Joe Harris was Team USA's best shooter. De'Aaron right. Fox ain't knocking down threes and. Neither, uh, maybe Tobias could, but I don't trust. I trust Joe Harris more than I trust Tobias. And, and should have been Mason Plumlee because he didn't really play that much as it was. I don't know. I just don't think that this Team USA was getting it done. Like this is by far the worst Team USA I've ever seen. Could, granted, it's not for the Olympics; it's for the FIBA World Cup. But still, so their 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 play in the FIBA World Cup got them seventh place in the Tokyo Olympics next summer, and. Uh, Joe Harris ended things with a bang. They beat Poland. He had his best game. He scored 14 points on 5 of 9 shooting. And to finish out the entire FIBA World Cup, Joe Harris averaged 8 points, 3.9 rebounds over the course of the 8 games. And he shot 50% from deep and uh, 51.1% overall. So... Yeah, I feel like it was a good experience for Joe Harris. It's great for Nets fans to even see him on the team because I don't think anyone would have expected him to be on it at this time last year. So it's great to see Joe Harris uh, branching out, getting to travel the world and uh, play the sport that he loves. I personally believe that the USA like development team was undercutting the talent on the select team. I mean, leaving I feel off, like Trey Young would have. Leaving off Trey Young. Fast if he was on that team. John Collins. People like that are are really much better than the end of this roster. I mean, yeah, but still, they would have played Kemba Donovan. Like, the main players still would have played. I guess. Who is the main players? Kemba at the Donovan. End of the game, Mitchell. Joe Harris was playing. I mean, they didn't have big men other than Miles, Miles Turner, Turner, but he's not really. He's not huge. And then they needed someone like Drummond. Like, if Drummond would have stayed, they'd have been okay. But no one is banging with uh, international bigs. Joe Harris definitely isn't. Miles Turner, he's a defensive god, but still. They got moves overseas that he probably never seen before. And then uh, when it comes to the 2020 Tokyo Olympics, I feel like USA has... Has lit a fire under their tails, and they're definitely gonna more more 
high caliber players are going to enroll, as seen by Damian Lillard and Steph Curry already saying they've committed. Because now we have something to prove. Um, who do you think plays in the 2020 Tokyo Olympics? Like, I've, I've pulled up a list of the top 100 NBA players, and I'm going to go down. LeBron. No. KD. No shot. Probably not, no. AD. No. You don't think AD plays? Probably not. Why not? It it really is all dependent on what the Lakers do in the season, if we're being honest. I think AD plays for sure. I think he's 25. He's, what, 25, look, 26? Look, see, the thing is, will he even be healthy? <laughs> this guy is a wild card. We... We don't know what's He'll going be fine. On. He'll be fresh off an NBA championship, so. Ah, uh, yeah? <laughs> I mean, no, no, no. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe the Nets could win. I think AD plays in the 2020 Olympics, though. Steph Curry already said he's playing. Harden? I don't know. I legit don't know whether or not Harden would play. Uh, the locks I have in mind right now are Steph Dame, Bradley Beal, and Devin Booker. Those are the people I believe will play no matter what. I honestly think D'Lo should play. No. I I honestly will tell you, I don't think he'd make the team. Why would he not make the team? Because I also believe Kemba Walker and Donovan Mitchell will play. Uh, If Kemba Walker plays like he played in the FIBA World Cup, then D'Lo making the team. There's going to there's gonna be six to seven guards D'Lo's not going to cut it if it's Steph, Dame, Kemba, Mitchell, Booker, Beal. Okay, D'Lo's better than Booker. <laughs> what are we talking about right now? Uh, we're not going to do this debate again. <laughs> D'Lo is better than Booker. How many times do I have to D'Lo teach might you this be, lesson? D'Lo might be better than Kemba. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you, he really might be. There. The last time we saw Kemba play, a.k.a. Two weeks ago? The last time we saw Kemba play in the NBA, he was far better than D'Angelo <laughs> The last Russell. time we saw Kemba play basketball, he was garbage. So, there's that. Kawhi, no shot. He plays for Greg Popovich. Giannis is going to be playing for Greece because, obviously, he's Greek. The Greek freak. Russell Westbrook. Uh, nope. He's not going to play. I don't see him playing either, to be honest. One dark horse that I could see playing is Chris Paul. Just because the Thunder have nothing to play for. And I could see him just wanting to play on a competitive roster for the last time in his career. Uh, Jimmy Butler. Paul George. Paul George, I don't think he plays. I don't think he plays without West. Oh, no, I'm chatting. He's not even on the Thunder <laughs> anymore. I don't think he plays without Kawhi. Plus, he's well, always no, injured. So. I think it, like the Lakers, it depends on what the Clippers do in reality. The thing with Paul George is he, he's coming off like three different injuries this summer. I don't think he plays. Clay Thompson. Jimmy he, Butler might very well Jimmy play. Butler might play. Clay Thompson, I don't think no. there's a shot he plays. Cat? I think Cat should play. Cat is from the Dominican Republic. Oh, my God. That is insane. That's all the big men. That's why USA has no big men because they're all from overseas. Draymond, no shot he plays. Ben Timmons is from Australia. Uh, Nikola Jokic, he's Serbia. not playing. Al Horford, he's our only <laughs> shot. 
Al Horford can play. Rudy Gobert, France. Uh, DeRozan's going to play. Okay, who cares? We need big men. Chris Stapps can't play. Chris Stapps isn't playing. DeMarcus is injured. LaMarcus, I guess. But still, we don't have a big center like Drummond. It has to be Drummond. He's the only one. He's the only hope. He's the only one. Because I'm really looking right now. It really has to be Drummond. He's no shot. He's not from the U.S. He's not. Steven Adams, maybe? (laughs) If we're talking about Steven Adams as our last hope. Oh, Blake Griffin? I Blake mean, Griffin, yeah, but maybe. he's still, he's like 6'11". He's not guarding Jokic. Uh, yeah, there's no... Who? Who? Nobody. Miles Turner and... and Miles Turner and Rudy. And won't you love when there's a team that has Luka Doncic on it in the in the uh, Olympics, too? I mean, he's going to get destroyed. <laughs> Jokic, Embiid, Luka Doncic, all these international players playing. It's going to be the best competition they've ever faced by far yeah but they have Steph Curry and Damian Lillard already so that's game that's as far as I'm they're concerned they win, they winning the guys. chip okay, okay but uh it's not like in the past Franco Jablaka is not <laughs> no, he's it's not, not like it's not like the past where the best Spain player was Juan Carlos Navarro Okay, but regardless, if they have Luka Doncic and then a whole bunch of nobodies who've never seen Steph Curry play, there's no shot they're guarding him. You think they've he, seen that man on TV? It's a whole different story where he's coming up to you pulling from forty. Well, as we saw, France versus USA, that means nothing. Oh, uh, France versus USA. That Nando Kemba Decolo, is not Steph Curry. Nando Decolo lit them up. Yeah, so did Frankie. And you know whose man that was? Kemba Walker. Yeah. Kemba and Steph Curry are two very different people. Dame Lillard is the best player on that team by far. Not what? not the I'm talking about would have been the best player on the FIBA team. Oh, I was like, what? He's not better than Steph yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> and then yeah. moving on, the Nets are uh, engaging in a little bit of savagery. They are giving away 10,000. Well, they're giving away a replica jersey for Kyrie Irving. To the first 10,000 fans on October 25th in the Barclays when they play, drum roll please, the New York Knicks. Um, It's pure, it's an extreme troll of the highest order because uh, the Knicks were so gung-ho on, we're going to have Zion and and we're going to have KD and we're going to have Kyrie. And yeah, they ended up with Julius Randle and... uh, that's about it. So, I think the Nets are giving this away simply because uh, to rub it in Knicks fans' faces, and I love it. The Nets promo so far that have been announced are pretty cool. I know they have a Dr. J Black Panther bobblehead sometime well, in like um, November. I plan on being in attendance on the Kyrie Jersey Day simply because I want to support anti-Knicks antics. I just want a Kyrie Jersey. Anti Knicks antics are fun as well. Yeah, we we plan on being in attendance on October twenty fifth. So, if you know, there's no shot any of you know what we look like. <laughs> but I mean, you could easily go look us up on Twitter, and uh, if you see us, then please come say hi. We should wear a sign that says "Hootball Brooklyn Nets Podcast." Yeah, we really should on our chest, <laughs> on our chest, and on our back. Subscribe. We might do it. I might do it just to just just to uh, have some interaction. We'll have a poster. We should. We should honestly have a poster. 
Or we should, like, get there super early and place on all the seats, like, a flyer. It's like, you like Nets basketball? Subscribe to the Hoopball Brooklyn Nets podcast. You can find us on row 135, seat 10 and 12. <laughs> 10 and 12. Why would we sit two seats apart? Who's <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sitting <laughs> between? I don't know. She's 10 and 11. And, uh, yeah. On In other news, Spencer Dinwiddie is trying to be the first NBA player to make himself a stock. I don't I see Look, see what he's what he's doing is becoming a true entrepreneur investor. I still don't 100% understand what Spencer Dinwiddie is trying to do. But what I think, so he plans on converting his contract into a form of digital investment so that he gets more payment up front. So he plans on making the $34 million of his contract able to be purchased by other investors and him getting the upfront payment of it. So it's basically he's making his $34 million contract into Bitcoin so that he gets the upfront payment, like he gets the money right now instead of in th- paid out th- throughout three years. And then what he's going to do is take that money that he gets upfront and invest it into other places. So theoretically, if things go right for Spencer Dinwiddie, he would make more money than he would have if he just stayed with his three-year, $34 million contract. It's extremely confusing, but basically, he's trying to take get all of his money now, invest it into different stocks and bonds and whatnot, and make more money over the long term. It could work and it out. seems as though the worst that can happen is he breaks even. So he's covering his bases even though if he doesn't build on top of the money if he invests his money wisely and in the right stocks and bonds and things like that then he could honestly make double his money if he does it right but he could also make absolutely nothing and stay at 34 million flat which would still be 34 million dollars so i mean he's good regardless his only flaw not not flaw his only issue with this would be if he if he got in trouble with the law and his contract was voided, he got suspended or something. But if he is taking this risk and is smart enough to use his money like that, I highly doubt he would be someone yeah. to get in trouble with See, the law. Dinwiddie doesn't seem like that type of type of guy, to be completely honest. Throughout his years in the league, he's 26 years old and hasn't really been in any scandals whatsoever, so... Things don't look to be too bad on that front, and honestly, I think he'll be fine. I think it's a good idea. It still has to be approved by like the commissioner and the players' association and all that, but there's no reason as to why I don't think they would let him do it. Uh, he's basically just trying to make himself... He's, try, he's turning himself into an investment, which is actually pretty cool, to be completely honest. And then... Lastly, we just have a little bit of news. So the sale for the Nets went through, and uh, they no longer have... So Joe Sy is officially their majority owner. So he plans to do big things with the Nets. Oh, and uh, I saw a video. Someone snuck into a practice in... uh... Beijing is and wasn't he frying? Yeah, he, had he, a, he was, was eating well in a pickup game. He was. He said that like the FIBA World Cup had inspired him. He was killing people. Pull up jumpers, turnaround jumpers. He might as well get himself a spot on the team. And outside of that, um, they did hire a new G League coach. 
They signed Sean Fien uh, as the new head coach of the Long Island Nets after Will Weaver went to coach a um, Australian NBL team. He went to be their head coach. Uh, he traded in the G League head coach for the NBL head coach. And um, Matt Riccardi is now the GM of the Long Island Nets, replacing the beloved Trajan Langdon, who is now uh, the assistant GM for the... No, he's the GM. He's the GM for the New Orleans Pelicans. My man moved on up. And uh, yeah, both of them, Will Weaver and Trajan Langdon, were the GM of the year and coach of the year. So uh, Sean Fien and Matt Riccardi have some big shoes to fill. So bringing it back to the Nets promos and just their schedule to begin with, Hunter and I were looking at their promo schedule. They have a lot of good promos on the docket. It seems like them and Marvel are very close partners for the upcoming season. Yeah, so we say that because obviously, you know, October 25th, the Kyrie jerseys. But then November 22nd, we have a Spider-Man bobblehead night. Um, then the 29th, we have a Nickelodeon SpongeBob SquarePants arm and headband set, which honestly doesn't sound too bad. Um, the Star Wars night bobblehead. And then we have a Marvel Spencer Dinwiddie Iron Man on January 18th. And we have a Dr. J Marvel Black Panther bobblehead. So that's three Marvel bobbleheads right there with Spencer Dinwiddie, Dr. J, and then just Spider-Man. So... If I had to pick their best three, I'm not going to go all three Marvel, to be completely honest. I'm going to go with the Kyrie. I'm going to go with the the Notorious. They have another Biggie bobblehead night. We got that one last we, year. We, got, we went on the Biggie it's, bobblehead it's night. It's sitting on my fridge at home. It's on, it's on my dresser at home, but I'm not going to go to that one. Honestly, I might go with the three Marvel. Nah. I'm going to go with the, the Spencer Dinwiddie Iron Man, the Kyrie replica jersey, and... Uh, a DeAndre Jordan Star Wars bobblehead night? Eh, not a big fan. I might have to go with the Dr. J Black Panther. Just because I like Black Panther. So Yeah, that would be a good one. I honestly might... We'll keep you guys updated on what games we plan on attending. We're gonna, we're gonna attend games, and if you... You gotta know what we look like. <laughs> like, you gotta know, find out what we look like so that you can see us and we can chill, watch the game together, talk about Nets. And, and you heard it from Najee first. He'll wear a hoop ball podcast. I'm gonna make a hoodie. His chest. A hoop ball podcast. He's gonna on. tape the sign on his chest. If we get, let me see, if five people tweet at Hoop Ball Nets, wear the hoodie, I'll put on. A hoop ball nets paper on my back, so <laughs> that you chest. and chest, so that you know that it's us. But that's only if five people tweet us by the time the next episode comes out. So if you really want that to happen, make sure you get at us on Twitter. If we're being honest, he's gonna do it anyway. <laughs> but with that being said, that'll do it for this episode. Yeah, this was a lighter episode. We're going to start... The next episode is probably going to be like a uh, player review. We're going to start our player review series. Really get into things, gear things up for the start of the regular season. The start of training camp, media days coming up. The offseason is almost over, people. And it is time to get back into the next basketball. So with that, 
Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave a five-star rating and review. All reviews are getting read on the podcast. Follow us on Twitter at HoopBallNets. You can follow us individually. I'm at NajeeAdams underscore. If you don't know how to spell Najee, N-A-J-E-E, Adams underscore. Hunter is at Hunter underscore J-K-R. Or you can just go in the description of the podcast and click the little links to our Twitters. And uh, shout out to Winehouse Kona Coffee Company for sponsoring this podcast and every other HoopBall podcast. At High Kona Coffee on Twitter. Make sure you let them know that HoopBallNets sent you. And without further ado, we'll see you all next time. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.